Thank you for tuning in to our podcast recorded live each week. Now sit back and enjoy the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Tighten your life vest, strap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. Good morning. You can bet I've got it in gear. From the banks of the Beaver River, right here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Good morning, Professor Trout. Good morning, Tony Sanders. How are you doing this morning? I am wonderful. Thank you so much. Having a ball. From uh, from my castle in Saudi, your castle in Saudi. <laughs> I like that. The wow. domicile, the Casa de Sanders. There you go. There you go. Or or Casa de Gunner, Casa de whatever. But yes, that's where I'm at. Awesome. And you? I am broadcasting from uh, my couch with the. Uh, I don't know if you can see it or not. Uh, I've kind of got a cat over my shoulder right back there. If you unblur your picture, we could see the cat. All we see is a blurry black blob. Oh, hang on just a second. Let me try that. But nobody else can see this because we're doing radio. True. Let's see here. (laughs) All right. And again, if you're not following us on Tony Sanders Outdoors on Facebook, you're making a mistake because we have, thanks to Button Pusher Jesse. Peter's nightmare. <laughs> Scene one, take one. I like and, that. Uh, I mean, we only a get continuation one of the skeletons with a uh, a little lighted thing this year. So check it out on Tony Sanders Outdoors dash TSO on Facebook. We are live now, broadcasting, and uh, hope everybody is safe out there in COVID land. No doubt. Is that going to be a movie someday? COVID land. Probably. It'll probably be a bad movie on the Sci-Fi channel. Yeah, probably. So so here's my question, guys, in all seriousness. So when does this become a verb? I got COVID. <laughs> I think it just did. I mean, think about it. You got all these bad things happening to everything, the economy. Um, you know, it becomes a verb. Hmm. That's a good that. thought. I haven't yeah, heard of well, that one yet, so you might be the first to actually coin that. I have been coveted. <laughs> you need to watch out COVID. for the COVID. That would make it a noun, but anyway. Yeah. Nah, no. <laughs> hey, I want to hear from turkey hunters. All you turkey hunters have not said a word for a year, 11 months. All right, this is your day. You Tennessee turkey hunters are headed to the woods, and I want to hear from you. And I expect you to give us a call so we can talk about you going turkey hunting. I can think of a bunch of people that only call us during turkey season. True, true. Now I should, we should be hearing from them, right? Right. They're on, they should be on their way to the woods. Do what? I said they should be on their way to the woods right now. I mean, today's opening day. Depending on seeing, how far they have to drive. I've been seeing a, a lot of people. I've had some comments from people. Uh, on Facebook at, you know, 3.30, 4.45, 4 o'clock, you know, different times when they're normally not commenting on stuff. So 
I'd say there's a good chance. It depends if they've been COVID. It depends if they've been coveted or not. Yeah. And they will be wearing face protection. I can almost guarantee you that. That's true. That's true. Uh, I'm, uh, here's, here's a helpful hint, especially this time of year. Um, don't sneeze in your turkey mask. <laughs> Rob knows this from fact. Yeah. Yes, I know that from personal fact. Do not sneeze inside of your turkey mask. It is not a good feeling. And uh, I've. I've done it before. I'll be honest. That was probably one of the weirdest things that has ever happened to me. So. <laughs> yes, there's definitely uh, allergies in turkey season and face masks just go hand in hand. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I have to admit now, after, last Sunday, I went up to my lease. In the middle of the day, I saw some things I had never seen. Um, what was that? First, I saw 33 turkeys. Uh, wow. All in about 50 feet of the road, uh, which I thought was kind of interesting. Uh, have never seen that up there. But the one thing that I saw that was really weird that I have never seen, and I've talked to several people, and some kind of said, yeah, whatever. And others kind of said, yeah, I've never seen it either. At 1 o'clock in the afternoon, I see two turkeys sitting on the branch in the root, on the roost, in the branches. At first, I thought it was buzzards. And then I looked, and I'm like, no, those are bigger than buzzards. Those are turkeys. And sure enough, they were, and they were 50, 60 feet off the road. Uh, and the way the road runs, the road is kind of in the middle of a, in a hill. So off to your right, it falls off. Up, up to your left, it goes up. And so I'm looking eye level at these turkeys sitting in about 25, 30 feet up in a tree. It was the craziest thing I'd seen. Middle of the day. Middle of the day. One thirty, one o'clock. Uh, well, matter of fact, it was. It was between. We left my house at 12.45, and it's about a 10-minute, 15-minute drive to the first stop. Yeah, it was 1.30, 1.15 to 1.30. Hmm. Just sitting there. That is wild. That is wild. They didn't fly. They just watched us. They're getting cocky. That is weird. I, I've never seen turkeys roost in the middle of the day, but, you know, they're again... I'm still wholly new to the, you know, only been turkey hunting less than probably 10 years. So sure. Anyway, I, I've, I've never seen that. Hmm. Yep. I had either. So I thought that was kind of interesting. So I am going to try to bust one of those turkeys up. Aha. Uh-huh, I see your plan. I see your plan. Yeah, absolutely. Now I got something else and I've talked to you about this, Rob. Uh, mm-hmm. And I started to throw this out on Facebook just to see, but here's my question: When did it? Bec- when did everybody start saying, "I want to shoot a turkey in the face"? I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, and it's everywhere. All this year, I'd never seen it before this year. Now, mm-hmm. anybody that's ever turkey hunted knows you shoot a turkey in the head. That's where you're shooting. Mm-hmm. But I mean this. I'm not faulting anybody because that's what you're doing. I get it. But why Why are you suddenly saying that? I want to go shoot a turkey in the face. I mean, it can't, it does not, it does not sound good. And I'm a hunter. It doesn't sound good. And yeah, that I'm was my argument. Everywhere. Yeah, I'm seeing it everywhere. I mean, if you want to say I'm going to go out and harvest a turkey, I'm going to dispatch it in a, humane way possible or the humanest way possible 
That sounds you like know. CSI there. Well, okay. Yeah. Maybe it is, but um, I'm going to go out and I'm going to shoot a turkey. Everybody knows what you're doing. You don't have to be, you know, I'm, 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 you don't have to say I'm going to go out and headshot a turkey. I'm going to go out and shoot one in the face. That's not yeah, really helping headshot, our the headshot, the headshot doesn't even bother me, but I'm going to shoot one in the face. I just, okay. I, don't, I don't know where it came from. So, and I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not sure. And I guess that's, uh, I, I'm assuming, I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't, it's, I just, it's not, it's not becoming in my opinion. That's just my opinion. I agree. And I think it, I didn't win any friends in the non-hunting area arena either. So could hey, probably just, turn some people yeah, off that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I, I interrupted. No, I was going to say it probably doesn't help us win friends and influence people in the non-hunting arena. So when we talk to a non-hunter and say we're going to go shoot a turkey in the face, that's probably not helping our cause as hunters. You know? True. So. I, and it, it is. Um, and I'm getting I'm getting Facebook messages from Sonny. Um, Sonny the duck hunter, who is Sonny the hunter. I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna just call him Sonny the hunter. He says anytime I see turkeys in the tree during the middle of the day, I assume they have been run up off the ground by predators. That's that, very good. That's very good. I like that. Yeah, um, that would make sense. Whether no, that's a lot of stuff. Uh, uh, an animal or a human or whatever doesn't really matter. Just a predator. No, that makes a lot of sense. Scott Ridge, who's a world-famous turkey hunter, said the same thing. Hmm. See, when we ask, we, we get the information from the turkey hunters. That's we what do. I love See, about this show. That's what I love about this show. Uh, we have two callers. All right, let's go ahead and take them. Jesse, who's the first one? You just you bring them up for me. Hello, you're on the air. It's Tony. Hey, this is Michael. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? Hey, I'm excited about this morning. I'm heading out to the woods, heading over to Squatch County. Well, good luck to you. Very nice. Hey, yeah, the, uh, I'm trying the new Savage 301 410 this year. I have heard more uh -huh. people using 410s to hunt. This is pretty exciting, I think. Oh, it is. The uh, I took it out, I don't know, couple weeks ago and got it all patterned in and it's not anything that you're going to shoot out past 30 yards but inside of 30 yards it throws a pattern that is just unbelievable and the now, recoil is significantly less than that three and a half inch magnum i've been shooting for years is um is this gun built specifically for turkey hunting yeah it's got a removable choke on it if you can okay. find a regular choke to go in, you can use it for squirrel hunting or whatever. But it's got a 26-inch barrel, single shot, and uh, it's got the TSS choke that comes with it. I got it over okay. at Sportsman. It's only 179 bucks, all ready to go with choke and everything in it. You're the second or third person I've talked to that's bought that gun specifically for this. And yeah, I'm looking that's forward what to it's made for, but you can remove the choke and use it for other stuff. Cool. 
Yeah, well, good luck. I, I look forward to you calling in next week and telling us how uh, how your first week went. Yep, I will do it, man. I greatly appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Good good luck to you, Thank sir. You. Thank you. All right. We have, uh, I believe the next one is Jason. Is that right? Yep. That's right. Good morning, Jason. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Rob. How are y'all? Doing well, sir. How about yourself? I am getting along. Hey, I've got a comment, a question, and then a whatever observation, and I'll make it quick. I don't know if you're up against a break or not. But uh, first comment about the shooting in the face deal. Yes, sir. I've been I've been hearing that a lot too, and I just like I think Rob said earlier that doesn't do a whole lot to uh, foster good relations with people who are kind of on the border with hunting. And I don't know what it is. I think it's a young person thing. It started a lot. You heard several years ago deer hunters saying, I'm going to put him in the dirt or I'm going to give him a dirt nap or something talking about killing a deer. And I just, at the time, and I'm not an old fogey, I mean, not at all, but at the time I thought, yeah, you know, you got to respect respect the animals. You don't want to talk bad. I remember getting on to my nephews years ago. We were squirrel hunting. And we had several squirrels laying in a pile, and they started kind of making fun of the squirrels and making them act like they were boxing each other. And I said, guys, don't don't make fun of them after we kill them. You know, you got to respect stuff. And I think that made an impression. I hope it did. But I don't know. I don't like the sound of it. I don't like the sound of talking about, you know, shredding their heads and all that stuff either. It's just, you know, sure. they're a beautiful animal. And we're fortunate to get to hunt them and... You know, I just think there's a level of respect that you got to maintain during all that. Yeah, I agree with you. Thank you so much for that comment. Yeah. Secondly, um, quick question, and I'm pretty good ways away from the house heading down to Georgia. This shelter-in-place thing, does that mean you can't get out and hunt and fish? Not in Tennessee. Um, okay. And, and – Hopefully you can. Uh, if you're listening, are you listening on the radio or on the phone? No, I'm. I, oh, I'm on the phone. Okay. Um, yeah, in Tennessee, we actually specifically got um, a com- had a conversation with the governor's office, and we put out a statement two days ago that, uh, well, in, in Executive Order 22, uh, Section 8, Paragraph D, specifically mentions outdoor activities as an essential activity. Uh, and so, uh, we put out a statement, chairman, uh, Kurt Holbert put out a statement, uh, two days ago that said, you know, turkey season is on, let's go hunting, fishing, everything is open. Now the issue is, and we'll talk about this after the break. Hopefully you can still hear it. There's a lot yeah. of agencies outside of TWRA that are closing down boat ramps and parks and things like that. So that right. is becoming a challenge from that perspective. Okay. Well, like I said, I'm I'm right in the middle of it here, so if I'm wrong, they're going to have to, I guess, stop me and turn me around. Um, well, but I doubt if that's going to happen. I hope. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, it won't last thing, real quick, real yeah. quick, talking about turkeys and trees in the middle of the day, um, uh-huh. I see it all the time. And, and a lot of times they'll fly up in a tree just to roost for a little while to get away from any predators. And also, um, regularly, they fly up, uh, gobblers and hens, they'll fly up 
looking for other turkeys if they hear turkeys calling in the distance. Sure. Interesting. So, just an FYI. I have not, so. I have just not seen it. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it a few times this year already. Well, Jason, All good right. luck to you today. Keep up the good work. I look forward to hearing about your season starting. Yeah. I know you're too few yeah. weeks into it, but uh, hear a little yeah. bit more. All right, man. See you. Thank you. All right, we're going to go uh, pay a bill or two, and when we come back, uh, we will be talking about a few different things that uh, has come up this week. It's, uh, again, shelter in place, not for hunters and fishermen. We'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. I'll say when, hold on, y'all wait. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors, Highway 153 and Lee Highway. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Welcome back. Tony Center's Outdoors. Hanging with you this Saturday morning, opening day of turkey season in lovely state of Tennessee. Georgia's been open. Alabama's been open. But we are open now. I think. Yes. Well, at first light. Yeah, I was gonna say, not quite yeah. legal yet, but I, I'd have never seen this much excitement um, from people. I mean, I think they're just, I think, I think a combination of all this, this shelter in place stuff with um, the fact that you have turkey season open and it's becoming bigger and bigger. And, and I don't, this, discount the fact that uh, our youth killed twice as many turkeys last week as they did the year before has probably got a few people pumped up and excited. I would agree with that in general. And I think it's also, I think all of those in combination with, we finally got a weekend that is not pouring down rain. And that's true. I I mean, we have had so much rain over the last few months that I think everybody's just excited to get out and see sunshine or at least not rain. Uh, you may be right. You may be right. Um, it could be, 
I know I'm excited. I want to get out. Oh, I know everybody wants to get out. Now here, here's some, here's something that's kind of, kind of weird too. Uh, so up at our lease, which is in Hamilton County, somewhere in Hamilton County, uh, we had about 25 or 30 water bottles with water in them sitting on the ground. Something scattered them all over the road, ripped open the tops with some kind of teeth, um, probably about 20, 25 of the 40 or 50 bottles that were there. Hmm. It's kind of a gravelly area, so we can't, there's no tracks, but we're trying to figure out what the heck it is. I'm th- my first inclination would be possums. That's an awful, I mean, you're talking about seven or eight pound something. And and it's an Arizona tea bot or, or yeah, Arizona tea gallon jug is what it mm-hmm. was or half gallon jug. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it was a possum. Okay. I don't know what it is. Could be a bear. Could be a bear. Maybe we have a bear right here in Nixon. There's bears all over anyway. True. True. I was just I thinking that. And these uh, things are scattered. These things are scattered 25 or 30 yards down the road. I mean, it's okay. not like they were just turned over and munched on right there where they were sitting. They're scattered down the road. Mm. That does sound like that does sound like a bear, but. It well, I'm I'm trying to figure out how I can uh, get somebody up there with more knowledge than I've got to to kind of get an idea. Uh, I I was I'm on a uh, it, it it it's pretty amazing. I'm gonna send you a picture. I know we can't everybody won't be able to see it, but I'm gonna send you a picture so you can see what I'm talking about. Okay. But it uh, it, it these were all together in a. Um, uh, in a, in just in a, I mean, an organized stack. And, hmm. uh, and so they're scattered now. It's really, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. The mystery deepens. It does. So, you know, my first question was, are there tracks? Can we see what it is? Right. Uh, and it's a, it's a, it was around the driveway. So it's packed gravel. So there's no tracks. Hmm. So interesting. I just, I just got your photo, and yeah, there's no way to determine tracks, and that is quite a lot of scatterage. Is that a word? Oh yeah, scat. Wow. I mean, unreal. Yeah, that's not a. We looked for scat. We looked for uh, tracks. Um, No, they were. uh, Jesse asked, "Could they have been scattered by the wind?" No, they were full of water. They they all had water in. Oh, they were full of water. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, so I don't worry, and therefore each one weighed eight point seven five pounds. Thank you very much. That was assuming they were a gallon, Robert, not yeah. a half a gallon. Divide oh, okay. that two quarts. Okay. But anyway, still, I mean, it just, again, it was kind of a weird scenario because I had just been there. This was Sunday at one thirty, two o'clock when I was there. I, well, I was actually at the at the cabin part of it about two thirty. 
And this picture that I've sent you, Rob, I got those Tuesday afternoon. Mm. So I don't know. That is weird. Our that, first that... thought was our first thought was bear, because um, it didn't make sense the way they were. It just didn't make sense. Hmm. So there may be bears in in Hamilton County. There's turkeys oh, in Hampton County. There's bear. There's deer. Oh my! There, there's there's animals everywhere. <laughs> there's squirrels. <laughs> I've seen squirrels. Uh, I have seen squirrels chew through uh, water bottles before. Like uh, a friend of mine was out camping and had one of those. I think it was like a two gallon. Uh, one you set on a picnic table. It's got the spout. You know, you go put your cup under it, and it was that hard plastic. I saw a squirrel actually chew through the darn thing. And it could be. I mean, it could be something as simple as a raccoon. Um, and if the water was emptied, then it wouldn't be that hard for it to 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 scatter. But right. the distance that it scattered is 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 pretty great, in my opinion, for a raccoon or something like that. Yeah, I would. I w- I'm with you. I would say a little bit too significant for a raccoon. Yeah. So. Anyway. That is wild. Yeah. It's it's kind of kind of crazy stuff. So again, all you turkey hunters, we're getting ready to go to a break. All you turkey hunters, let's let's hear from you. All right. We heard from from two already. Where's the rest of you? Four two three. 267-1023. Give us a call. When we come back, we'll be talking a little bit about this stay-in-place order and some hoops and things that we went through the other night uh, trying to make sure that you turkey hunters could be in the woods, and, and we'll go from there. Tony Sanders Outdoors. We'll be right back. Three generations of hunting in our veins Talking about what might happen on opening day. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Beatty's has years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs. Whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, or your outdoor toys, Whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-3881. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes of your time to deal with a financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. Sports' Warehouse has always supported the Chattanooga community and all the local conservation groups, wild game dinners, youth events, and much, much more. Please go and see them today at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Because whatever you need, whether it's camping, fishing, hiking, or hunting, whatever you need for your outdoor adventures, you can get it at Sportsman's Warehouse. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Check them out at sportsmans.com. Sportsman's Warehouse, located at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Welcome back to Tony. 
Bernie Sanders outdoors. Rob, I've been uh, I've been talking the whole time, so I'm gonna let you talk. How's okay. fishing? How's fishing and fishing during COVID? Well, the fishing, from what I've heard, a lot of people are doing well with the crappie right now because uh, I've always heard, and uh, I don't know if it's a an old wives' tale or what, but when the dogwoods start to bloom that's the time to go crappie fishing and the dogwoods have bloomed out and the crappie are biting so the old wives tale may be true uh trout fishing has been slow for most people because of the rains a lot of the dams have been flowing a ton of water right uh they're trying to keep the tailwaters open and keep the everything going um i've heard from a lot of people uh what we we're gonna what we may or may not get into is the how are they going to access the ramps in certain areas when we have parks that are being closed, but the ramps belong. It, it's that whole uh, convoluted system of TWA owns the ramps, but the state or the county or city own a park. So I've had a lot of people sending me questions about, well, will this ramp be open? Will that ramp be open? Um, and I've had little or no answers, and I've only referred them to the websites of the particular agencies. That and so I'm I'm a little confused on that end as well with the well, whole. Well, yeah, here here it is. Uh, basically, um, state parks are closed um, for 14 days. Uh, I saw an email or whatever from that. Mm-hmm. So if a ramp is inside a state park. I Harrison Bay. In theory, that would be closed, but I don't know. I'm not saying that it is. I'm saying it could be, because right. Harrison Bay is a state park. Uh, Chester Frost is a county park, and last I checked, it was open, but not to fishing tournaments. Again, because you don't want to have more than ten people together and all that stuff. Right. Uh, TWRA. Is, well, that's the only group I can speak for. Okay. TWA, uh, our ramps are open. Uh, turkey season's open. Fishing is open. I mean, I, I'm getting calls. I get call. I got calls yesterday. You know, are you guys closing the waterways? Well, number one, it's not our waterways. Uh, that's TVA, which is making it even more interesting because TVA is having uh, a lot of areas closed. As a matter of fact, I got the list just a second ago. Uh, from from uh, some of the TVA stuff that, uh, it, I mean, it's it's pretty crazy. Let's see if I can find it here. This is just the ones as of April 3rd, which would have been yesterday. Uh, Cherokee Dam Recreational Area, area Chickamauga Dam Recreational Area, Fort Loudon Dam Recreational Area, Gunnersville Dam Recreational Area. All the rec areas are closed, but it doesn't say that the boat ramps are closed. So it's... It is a confusing time. And and the the thing that's interesting, I mean, we're getting the blame. TWRA keeps getting the blame, and it's like, dude, it's not us. Um, So it's kind of crazy. Uh, And I I would encourage everybody to get your information from Facebook since, you know. (laughs) If it's on Facebook, it must be true. Yeah, absolutely, it is true. I have no doubt in my mind. If it's on Facebook, it's true. I've been getting um, a lot of questions specifically regarding some of the 
and and now we're dealing with a, I guess, tertiary or even quaternary group. A lot of the ramps on the Hiawassee and several other trout streams, that's national forest. Because okay. a lot of these run through either the Cherokee National Forest or, or a lot of federal land. So the, so now we're dealing with federal, state, and local. So I'm getting a lot of questions about whether, you know, is the Hiawassee, are the Hiawassee ramps open? Are, you know, uh, on the clinch or, you know, et cetera and so on. So, and I don't have answers for people. So I guess All we right. just got to play it by ear and find out. We're, we're going to go to a man that's got answers. Let's go to the phones and talk to Mike Bell. Awesome. How are you doing this morning, Senator? Good morning, Senator. Well, I'm actually I'm actually driving to my turkey uh, hunting spot this morning. I am talking Tip. hands free, so I'm not uh, violating the law <laughs> on that. But Tony, I wish I could. I wish I had an exhaustive list about where all the ramps were open and where they're closed. Uh, I, I was actually disappointed that the state closed uh, the state parks uh, yesterday. I wish they'd kept them open. Uh, but that was a decision made by somebody other than me. Uh, I did talk to TVA. I just heard you read the list. I did talk to TVA yesterday about what they were closing, and, and they've got ramps open. I believe uh, the ramp at uh, Grasshopper's open. Uh, there's probably some smaller uh, ramps that are in a little more secluded areas that are still open, but anything that's associated with a recreational area or that there's um, um, – uh, restrooms and and uh, 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 picnicking facilities; those are closed. And and TDA told me they had to close them because they closed the restrooms. Uh, they said about a week ago, and people were vandalizing them. And uh, you know, come on, we we got to be a little more responsible about how we act. But they they didn't close them because of a of a virus fear. They closed them because of the vandalism. That's that is sad. Um, and we're seeing a lot of little stories about that here and there. Um, yeah. So I like, I, I, you know, I think about Chickamauga, Mike, you know, you got the recreational areas over to the left towards the dam over to the, across a hill is where the ramp is. Uh, and that's where there's all the, the boating that is, is over there at, at Irwin Marine. So I'm not, I'm wondering if that area is open and, the, uh, the the recreational areas closed as I read that list, and they all kept saying recreational. I wonder if the ramps are open, or some of them. Well, I I, I can't speak to Chickamauga. I know Watts Bar ramps closed. Uh, okay. That was one that I had a specific question for TDA, and I and I asked them, so I know that one's closed. And I can't speak to Chickamauga, even though he did read that. He he um, the, uh, probably the same list that you have. He read it to me on the phone when I was asking about, uh, you know, which ones would be open, which ones would be closed. So I don't know. I wish we had an exhaustive list. And as you said, yep. like you said earlier, some of them are run by TVA, some of them by TWRA. I don't know if our park service actually has any ramps. Now, there may be some ramps on the parks that are operated by TWRA, but uh, I don't know about the park service ramps. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know either. Uh, and, and what what I saw came out of TWRA was uh, a, a statement that basically said, while, you know, we may control the ramp, it's not our ramp and someone else has it. So it may be closed because of a closure there, but it's not being closed by TWRA. So, um, yeah, there's and well, we got the same I, thing. I know, know y'all got a ramp, areas. and I can't remember what it's called, but it's about halfway 
up the river road on um, on um, in Meigs County on Watts Bar. I believe you've got another ramp on Dry Branch there in Birchwood. So there are going to be some ramps open, but as I heard y'all say a few minutes ago, it's going to really concentrate that that boat traffic on those few ramps that are open. Yes, it will. Um, and and it same thing for some of the hunting. Um, you know, some of the the lands that we manage are not our land. We just manage them. Right. Well, I, from what I understand, though, I believe all of the lands that y'all manage are open, Tony, unless you've got some information that I don't have. That, that was the latest bulletin that I saw that all the public lands, uh, they, they didn't close down the Cherokee National Forest. Now, they have shut off some of the um, access areas to where to get to certain hiking trails. Uh, the, there's, there's somewhat of a of a um, state of confusion on the Okoye River. They stopped all commercial traffic, and I think as of yesterday, they've now stopped all private paddlers on the Okoye River as well. Uh, and, and they right. stopped them by cutting the water off. TVA is just going to cut the water off. Yeah, and I think that's part of it, Mike. And you're right. We haven't closed any of the lands that we manage, but uh, there may be accesses that get closed that we don't know about. And I think right. part of the confusion is maybe the people making the decisions aren't getting that message all the way down to the people that are enforcing what they think is they're supposed to be doing. So, um, and, right. and I, and I hate and, that. I and, mean, the, it's bad enough yeah. without all the confusion that comes with it. Well, and Tony, social media is, is feeding the fire with the confusion. I've been battling rumors for two or three days that Turkey season was going to be canceled. Uh, now I know yes. some States have done it, but, but from what I understand, Tennessee never even considered, canceling turkey season this crazy social media post that somebody put on there that that uh twra was uh closing all the waterways in the state of tennessee well y'all didn't even have the authority to do that if you wanted to but you never yes, wanted sir. to and so social media has become a an avenue for people just to write whatever they want and put it out there and some idiot's going to believe it well, Mike, I'm going to have to go to a break, but I do appreciate you calling, and, and I wish you much success in your turkey woods today. Well, I'm about 15 minutes away from the farm where I'm heading to, and and uh, I've got a friend who says he's got one tied up for me, so we'll see. Good. Good. Good awesome. for you, man. <laughs> awesome. All right. Y'all have a great day. Good luck. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, sir. Senator uh, Mike bye -bye. Bell, who uh, I have to admit I've been in several discussions with over the last few days because of all the craziness that we're talking about right now. So thanks him for him for calling in and, and kind of giving us his insight. All right, we're running a little bit late. We're going to go take a, take a break, and we'll be right back on Tony Sanders Outdoors. He had his whole life story mounted right there. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Welcome back 
Tony Sanders Outdoors hanging with you this Saturday morning. A couple minutes left here in the in the show for this break or this first hour. Uh, I would ask if there's anything that we need to go over from a calendar perspective, Rob, but I don't think there is. Uh, I can definitely say no. No. <laughs> Here's your updated calendar. No. Yeah, yeah, you know, we were just having a conversation with Mike. I tell you what, I have gotten so frustrated with uh, all the Facebook experts out there um, that has, you know, turkey season is closed. TWRE is closing down the water. Uh, No, we're not. (laughs) Good Lord, we're not. Are they the same ones with that degree? Do what? Are they the same ones with that uh, Facebook degree? Yeah, the Facebook law degree. Yeah. Absolutely, it is. I'm sure. Uh, no, it's just it's it's the craziest thing, and and no matter what we do, I mean, we li- we put out a statement uh, that said no, it's it's open go, and I'm getting phone calls yesterday afternoon. Can we turkey hunt tomorrow? And my response was pretty smart ass. I don't know. Can you? You know, you're we're not stopping you. True. Uh, I mean, it's there. There's an official place to get information, and there is a place on Facebook. Go to Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency and follow their page. The information there is put out there by us, so it's it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty safe that it's correct. Anything else is not safe to be correct. Period. It's not complicated. Go to the source. So, anyway. And if you have the On The Go app on your telephone, I'm pretty sure that if if we close down the world, we'll tell you on the On The Go app. How's that? That's fair enough. (laughs) And, and again, that On The Go app is handy. I'm sorry. My license is right there in case I forget it. That's a handy app. You need to download it. And it's free. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. All right. We're at the top of the hour. Go, uh, everybody, go get you a cup of coffee. I'm going to do that, and uh, and we'll be back here in just a moment. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Don't stop that podcast now. That's only one half of the show. We'll be right back with the second half of Tony Sanders Outdoors. Tighten your life vest, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors, your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Hanging with you this Saturday morning. Opening day of turkey season. Also, opening day of fishing kidding you know it's still i still find that weird you know andy griffith they always did opening big opening fishing day opening day season order i was talking to a buddy of mine up in maine and uh, they have an, an opening of fishing season up there as well a lot of the new england northeastern states have a opening day of trout season uh, a lot of them do um we're fortunate here that we don't have a closed season on trout but uh a lot of those new northern north northeastern new england states have 
that law. That, and you also got to remember, a lot of them have the still have the no Sunday hunting law too. True, um, it's changing in a few places, but in certain other places, there's no hunting on Sundays. So, and if you're headed to the water, which we know you can do in the state of Tennessee, we haven't shut down the roads or access. Well, I'm not going to say access. There are some accesses shut down. We have not shut down the rivers. Uh, as, no, they are open for business. As, as somebody said, we don't have the authority to shut down the rivers. Uh, we have not told our officers to write you a ticket if you're pulling a boat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, none of this is true. Um, no. But uh, you know, someone else that is open too, right? Jacks. Mm-hmm. You know, Jacks bait and tackle. If you're needing. Uh, some uh, some fishing stuff, they're open for business. They want you to get out there and catch fish. And uh, I know Kyle goes there quite a bit. Uh, of course, he has my boat, <laughs> and he can do that. Yeah, but he goes, that... There, he goes there a lot because uh, he's been doing a lot of crappie fishing, as, as he's, he's grocery shopping, as he says. So uh, He's probably picking up a lot of those. You know, probably picking up a bucket of minnows, which they have. You know, they got they've got all the live bait down there. They got red worms, night crawlers, wax worms. Uh, Lake Junior's still open, as far as I know. Um, well, it, is it? And I was wondering about that. Did it, is I, it open still? I haven't seen anything that it's not. But you know, there's trout in there, and hey, tell you what, the wax worms, those have been the ticket down there at Lake Junior. Yeah, definitely. Definitely they have. So, uh, yeah, get over there to Jack's. They're located on Bonnie Oaks. You got that exact address? 4228 Bonnie Oaks Drive, and they're currently open seven days a week for all your bait and tackle needs. You can give them a call at 698-8339 and check out their Facebook page, too. There you go. They run specials on the Facebook page. Mm Mm-hmm. So, cool. All right. What else we got? Uh, well, I was looking at some show prep stuff. Uh, basically what we have, and I, I know we're trying to keep everybody pumped up about, uh, turkey season. And we did get a, uh, press release from the state of Tennessee. And I thought it was really good. It says the spring 2020 turkey hunting season is set and open for business beginning today. And it is a, according to the state of Tennessee, turkey hunting is an excellent way to keep social distancing, enjoy the outdoors, and take part in a popular activity, which has seen tremendous growth over the years. So the state of Tennessee, TWA, is encouraging us to go turkey hunting. So listen to us. Listen to the state. They know. Go turkey hunting. Enjoy yourself. (laughs) Enjoy yourself. So... Yeah, no, it's... Oh, uh, another, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Another thing. Uh, This year, TWA is reminding hunters of a slight change in the harvest reporting requirements for this year. Beginning in 2020, this year, you tag before you drag system is in effect for tagging big game animals in the field prior to moving the harvest. turkey Turkey is big game. Correct. Hunters will be able to use the TWA on-the-go app and simply e-tag and report their harvest in the field in one easy step with or without cell phone service prior to moving. So you need to tag it before you drag it. Absolutely. And here's the kind of the cool thing about that. 
it worked without issue last week for the youth. That was the first time it was used. There were zero issues. Now, the big thing there is whether you have cell phone service or not, it works. So you sit there, even if you have no service, you're in the middle of the mountains, you have no service, you enter your information on your phone. So it saves it on your phone. So if you get stopped by a game warden and checked, you got the information on your phone. I tagged it before I drug it, all right? As soon as you get to cell service, it automatically uploads to the, to the system, okay? So whether it's an hour from now or three days from now, it doesn't matter. It uploads, so you've tagged it, and it uploads. If you don't have a smartphone, which uh, we actually have the statistics, uh, very few people don't have a phone that is capable of doing this. Uh, as far as our customers are concerned, then you can actually go on the on uh, the website uh, uh, tnwildlife.org, and you can print out some tags that you can take with you, and there, therefore you can tag it before you drag it. It's a great system, uh, much better than any other system, which I thought was pretty good. I agree, and I I like the idea of tag before you drag. One, it's documented, and two, it will be documented whenever you hit sell service. And I think that's just a great option for people because, you know, you you know as well as I do, especially around here in the mountains of East Tennessee, it's spotty sell service sure. everywhere. So as soon as you hit a tower and it's logged in at the time that you take it, so if it was three hours ago or like you said, three days ago, whatever the case is, it, it logged that time. So Right. I think it's great, but just remember everybody this year, tag before you drag. Yeah, and I'm, I'm glad to see that. Of course, we're going to that. Uh, that has been a, a push um, for a while is to get a tagging system back, but also to combine it with the electronic system that people so much love. So, And so. I, I'll be honest, I, I was – you know me, Tony. I am technologically challenged to say the least. For an engineer, it's kind of surprising how bad you are. Hey, I build them. I don't use them. I just build them, okay? Leave me That's alone. for sure. You don't um, use them. Uh, I'm technologically <laughs> challenged, but I love the TWA on-the-go app. It, it's got everything I need at my fingertips. And if and I'll be honest, and I will say this, and it will be recorded for posterity. If I can use TWA Outdoors app, anybody can use <laughs> TWA Outdoors app. Yes, that is for sure. I mean, I still keep a map, like an actual map map in my car. So. Well, that's not a bad fold thing. Out and a compass. Well, yeah, and that's important, too, because, uh, let's face it, uh, self-service doesn't always work. True. True, true. Hey, we were, um, well, gosh, what were we talking about in the first hour? I meant to come back to it. Ramps. Oh, public perception. Oh, public okay. perception. And and what we were talking about, for those of you that are just now waking up, uh, which we see you join in online, we appreciate that. Those that are just now getting up, though, we uh, we started talking in the first hour. One of the things that has come out, uh, I think, is rather unbecoming of hunters, is this concept of I'm going to shoot you in the face. 
talking about turkeys. Going to shoot them in the face. Going to shoot them in the face. Don't like it at all. Uh, that's my personal opinion, and, and, and it's only mine. And others, if they, you know, agree. We had some callers to call in and say that. You know, what I tell my hunter safety students is this. I am, I am not opposed to you going out and, and shooting a turkey in the face. Okay, good for you. But I am opposed to you bragging about it and not having respect for the resource. And to me, that is just such a degrading term. I'm going to shoot them in the face. And it, all it does is turn off people. Now, what people are we talking about? Well, Rob, I think you agreed with me. I'm a hunter, and I'm turned off by it. Okay. All right. So I don't give a... I don't really give a flip about the non-hunter, the anti-hunters. I'll say anti-hunters, not the non-hunters. The anti-hunters. Right. I don't. I don't really care what Peta thinks or any. Of that. I don't care. But when you look at how life works, there are only about ten percent of the people that actually hunt. There's probably about ten percent of the people that are actually anti-hunters. That leaves you eighty percent in the middle. And every time you say something like, I'm going to shoot him in the face, or I'm going to, I, I take a deer, and I remember teaching a hunter safety class. I took a deer, or, or, or I was talking, I was teaching about respecting the animal, not displaying it and all this stuff. I'm driving down Amicola Highway in Chattanooga, Tennessee, uh, right after my class. I'm sorry, not Amicola Highway, 153, right down the main road. Right in Chattanooga, right? And there's a guy that has this gorgeous deer. And what did he do? He left his tailgate down so everybody could see it as he's driving through Chattanooga on 153. All right. Didn't do anything but turn off people because if you've, uh, you've seen, uh, if you've seen what a, Possibly, a, you know, a dead deer doesn't always look necessarily good. It doesn't look like it does on a wall, right? Correct. So it's not just, pretty. It, it wasn't. Uh, so it just, it's really, it's one of those things that, you know, I don't understand it. Uh, but it, you can say what, I mean, you can say it if you want to. It's free world. I'm, I'm not going to stop you. But I don't think you're doing yourself any good. Let's take the, let's take Beaverman's call. Hey, Beaverman. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Just for you, I'm going to completely rephrase what I tell my non-hunting friends. Because I, I don't want to hurt a turkey's feelings before I shoot it or anybody else's feelings. So I'm going to go out and say I'm, I'm going to delicately harvest a turkey with a three-and-a-half-inch Magnum 567 Triplex load. Does that sound better? <laughs> That's well, you're taking my level of sarcasm. Yeah. Now, again, I don't. I mean, it's it's up to you. You're a you're a you're you're a man over twenty one. You can say whatever the heck you want. Um, I just think that it can create way over twenty one. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I, I see what you're saying, and it doesn't do the the community any good to kind of rub it in the face, if you will. Uh, of the antis, <laughs> the, you know, the bunny huggers out there that are 
already think that well, no telling what they think of. of Parker, I, I don't. Do I don't give a rat's ass about the bunny huggers. What I care about is the eighty percent of the people that don't care, and and we turn them off by saying things like that. That's all I'm saying. I'm not well, worried about. I, matter of fact, when you look on Facebook right you know, now. You every, see Peter's nightmare. Every, <laughs> for every intelligent action that you put forth, I'm going to come up with an equal and opposite smart aleck reaction. <laughs> I like the, that one. Probably. The laws, the laws of physics there, as it applies to radio. But no, I, um, I'm looking forward to actually going in the woods myself. Tomorrow, I've not had the opportunity to do so yet due to weather constraints the last two weekends in beautiful and scenic Dade County. But, um, hey, I did have a question for you, you may, and you may have addressed this in the first hour. I did read on the Book of Faith that some um, boat ramps in Hamlin County are closed. Is that a county issue? It is not a TWRA issue. We have not closed any boat ramps, but there are some boat ramps in other controlled properties that may be closed. Uh, we don't know about Chickamauga uh, Dam, that access ramp. Yeah. Uh, the Chickamauga Dam, all the all the TVA recreational areas are closed. Uh, yeah. Mike Bell was on the phone a little bit earlier, and he said the only one he knew of that was open that's a TVA ramp was uh, Grasshopper. And that may be the case. I don't know. But TWRA has not closed anything. But there are state uh, parks. State parks are closed now. So, yeah. you know, Harris Bay may be closed. Uh, I don't know if that affects Wolf Teaver, which is technically at Harrison Bay. So, you know, there's a lot of questions. Is Wolf that, Teaver that, ramp closed? Or is that, do that I? one open? Is the Wolf Teaver I just said ramp I don't know. Open? It's 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 a TWRA ramp, but it's Harrison Bay property. So I don't know if it's open or not. Yeah. Well, I just I read on the the chick page that the uh, it was being blocked by it said a county deputy. Okay, there so, you go. I mean that's one of the most the busiest ones up there, and it's big. Yes. And you know, and all the and, and y'all spent a lot of money on the the, the new. Docs last yes. week. You know, at, at one point, and I hate to, I hate to make this political because I know you don't wish to go there. At what point is it hum, is it safety of the public, and what is it? We're just going to try to control everything as hard as we can, and give um, give America its thirty day free trial of communism. Yeah, and, uh, and, and, I, and I don't, I don't that, think it's that. That's, that's, uh, everything I've read. Yeah, I don't think it's that. I think everything I've read, they're really concerned that we're going to overwhelm the hospitals. So whether they've overreacted or not, well, we will only be able to money Monday morning quarterback this one. Yeah, well, That's I mean, true. how do you spread a virus if you're on a river 100 yards from somebody else? You're not, or, or, but you, you can know, spread a virus. Yeah, you can spread you, a virus if you're in on a your boat vehicle, ramp. backing your boat into a ramp. Can we hear me? You then. I hear you. Okay. There's there's a slight delay. I think. I mean, it's kind of okay. It, it, but anyway, I'm just 
just venting, sir. Just venting. Thank right. you for the opportunity. <laughs> I, I vent as well. All righty. Well, go right. get a turkey. Uh, you gentlemen have a good one. Rob, we need to um, pursue some some quarry with your brand-new Tide Flies that you were bragging about with the, what was it, Sasquatch fur boogers? Uh, yes, it was uh, it was the uh, back hair of a uh, chupacabra. Excellent. <laughs> Gu- guaranteed to catch bluegill the size of my face. <laughs> yep. All right. Absolutely. Hey, See you, Beaver y'all Man. Y'all have a good one. See you, man. You too, bud. Good luck hunting. All right, bye-bye. We'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Sportsman's Warehouse is the perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Welcome back. Tony Center's Outdoors, hanging with you this Saturday morning, opening day of turkey season in Tennessee. Of course, Georgia's been buried in the turkeys for weeks now. I think I'm going to try to get a couple. I hope you get out and do that, sir. I hope you do. If nothing else, I want to get out there and and, and (laughs) humanely harvest a turkey with a single shot to the upper extremity. If you haven't been listening to the show all day, you have no idea what I'm talking about, and I'm not going to go back there. (laughs) I'm going to try and get out and do some uh, social distancing, uh, do some fishing today, hopefully. Well, you know, Beaverman talked about the the bluegill the size of your head. You caught some huge bluegill a few weeks back. I did. I did. I went out to a a pond and uh, did really, really well. And uh, had fun catching these things and uh, probably should have brought a bigger rod. But, you know, hindsight, Monday morning quarterback is, you know, always right. So next time I go, I'm going to bring a little bit bigger rod. So because I didn't expect them to be that big. Let's go to the phones and talk to Don. Hey, Don, how are you? I'm good, guys. How y'all doing? 
Oh, well, awesome. It's Don O.C. How you doing, Rob? Doing good, sir. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Hey, I just wanted to call in uh, a couple things. One, it thrilled me half to death to know that I've got a senator that turkey hunts. I think, yes. I think we need to be, uh, as hunters, a little bit grateful for that. A lot of times it's the other way around, and I don't know that we get the representation just as hunters and to know that that man hunts. That just um, that that was just good for me this morning. I was glad to hear that. And then yes, two, um, I'm fortunate enough. I'm taking two guys that uh, I was with them when they shot their first bird, and I've been with them when they've shot others along the years. And now we're taking their sons out this morning, opening day, and it's just it just means a lot to me. And I know there's a lot of guys out there doing the same thing. And I just appreciate what y'all are doing, helping everybody navigate through this time. And and uh, we'll get through it. It's just a matter of just biting your lip a little bit sometimes, and you know, letting it take take its toll or take its time. So it's a good morning. It's a good morning. It is. Are Are you headed to the woods? I'm in the woods. <laughs> good oh, awesome. for you. Awesome. <laughs> Hey, hey, yeah, so I got man. a question. I got a question, Don. Um, Let's try it. So I, I talked to you about going turkey hunting with me and helping yeah. me on, on my lease. So if I go yeah. up there, obviously I won't be there in the woods and the sun comes up today. But if I were to go up there at midday and just want to um, mess around, if, assuming I'm not busting anybody's hunt up, what should I do? Should I call? Should I take a an owl call or, or what? I mean, what should I do just to kind of familiarize myself? Yeah, Tony, if you're going midday, I wouldn't use an owl hooter. I'd probably use a crow call. Okay. Um, what I've seen, uh, we've got a couple turkeys around the house, and they haven't been gobbling off the roost. They've been gobbling on up in the morning. So I know it's different for different things, and um the birds that we're on up here on the lease, they're not gobbling hard yet. Um, but it, you know, it goes back to what Rob was talking, the dogwoods. It's the same way up here. When the dogwoods start blooming is when our turkeys get most active. And it, it still looks like winter up here. I mean, there's very few blooms on, you know, leaves and I mean, you can see 200 yards through the woods. So we've got to get in here at dark and, and hope that he's in this area. Cause if we're trying to move around, you know, it's going to be difficult to try to get set up on one, especially down in the draws with all the leaves because it's so loud and, you know, all that. But I would I would go up there and I would check for tracks, for drop-ins, um, you know, just be a little stealthy um, and, and hit your crow call a time or two. I wouldn't do any calling. They have a tendency to get uh, call shy. Uh, and if you can find one, you let me know and we'll take off after him and then we'll get to calling him. That sounds good. I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm really wanting to learn how to be a little bit better turkey hunter this year. I've never I, I will never tell you that I'm a great turkey hunter. Not even a good turkey hunter. I hunt with good well, turkey hunters. Just get you yeah, a, so. get you a pair of hokas. Quit worrying about all these boots. Get you a pair of hoka hiking shoes and let's go. That's all you got to do. Just put in the miles. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> Guys, I'll be in touch. I appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate Take it. Take care, right, Don. See you, man. All right. Bye bye. Hey, we did have a caller that confirmed the Harrison Bay boat ramp is closed. So uh, there you go. Uh, again, part of the problem is you got different ownership of these properties. And so uh, we seem 
to be, you know, it's hard to say. Um, you just you just got to be prepared. You got to have alternatives. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, as I said, the Harrison Bay boat ramp on Highway 58 is actually in Harrison Bay State Park. The state parks are closed. So if the Harrison Bay boat ramp is uh, is closed, uh, what about the Wolf Tiver one? I'm sorry, the Wolf Tiver one is the other one that is. I don't know if it's open or closed. So, uh, you know, again, it's it's just it's the times that we're living in. And you know, as as Beaverman said, uh, you know, where where does it end? And and I don't know. I honestly don't know. This is uh, I spent most of Thursday on the phone. Uh, going back and forth on, you know, whether turkey season was going to, was in jeopardy by the governor's executive order. Mm-hmm. You know, I got phone calls, you know, can I go fishing after Andy Burke put in his executive order? So you just, there's a lot of moving parks. That's all there is. There, to is. there is. And I think the problem that, I think the main problem that everybody's dealing with, and I think that we're all dealing with is that the state of Tennessee says the lakes are open. Fishing is open, but the access to them is controlled by a different agency, so therefore it may or may not be closed. So we've got competing agencies, as we said in the first hour. So, Well, I am hoping when this is all said and done and we're doing our postmortems on on, on what we all as, as groups did, that we can sit down and talk about, um, you know, TWRA, state parks, how can we better coordinate this to make it less confusing in the future? I agree. I think so, uh, I think a debriefing of all agencies would be a really good uh, option once this whole uh, pandemic passes. Yes, yes. So, so that's you know, and I, that's all we can do at this point. I mean, uh, if you don't think these things are being made on flies, on the fly, there was conference calls going on about turkey hunting. Uh, Thursday evening, like eight and nine o'clock at night. Oh uh, yeah, and and uh, it was never. And I'll say this again: there was never an intent on behalf of the commission to close turkey season, regardless of what you read on Facebook. It was never our intention to close turkey season. So, all right, we're going to go take a break, and when we come back, we'll. Uh, be closing in the, on the end of the show. Wow, man, it's it's flown by this morning. Yeah, it has. I've got uh, I've got one good memory about turkey season. I'd love to share when yep. we get back, and uh, I've got a happy news story, so we can hit those and hopefully end on a high note. There you go. Sounds good. Tony Center's outdoors. We'll be right back. He had his whole life. There were ducks and bucks and smallmouths. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs. Whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, or your outdoor toys, whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-3881. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes minutes of your time to deal with a financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, 
That is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Sportsman's Warehouse has always supported the Chattanooga community and all the local conservation groups, wild game dinners, youth events, and much, much more. Please go and see them today at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Because whatever you need, whether it's camping, fishing, hiking, or hunting, whatever you need for your outdoor adventures, you can get it at Sportsman's Warehouse. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Check them out at sportsmans.com. Sportsman's Warehouse, located at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors hanging with you this Saturday morning. And, Jesse, you said we got Greg on the phone? We do, and we also got Tom Gavin right after that. All right, sounds good. Hey, Greg, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Man, I am having a ball. Thank you very much. You're on the air. Uh, uh, well, I, I was talking to the guy uh, a more ago. Yeah. And the issue I have, every, all the states around us is in a sheltered home. But yet you go to a boat ramp, and there's, there's people traveling hundreds of miles just to come to fish, which I understand Chickamauga is a hot spot. But, I mean, like people out of Ohio, there's a lot of cases of COVID up there. And, and people, just like you said, they gang up at boat ramps. I mean, is there any way to curb that? Well, at this point, we have um, the the state has decided that you know if you keep your quote social distance, uh, and you know we don't want to keep people from the woods or the water is what we don't want to do. Yeah, no, I understand. place. Yeah, but no, uh, and there has been there has been a call for stopping out of staters from coming here. Uh, it, it just has not been done yet by whatever authorities. To make that decision, uh, yeah. but there has there, there's there's several people that want that. Uh, I'll tell you one place where we're hearing a lot of it is at uh, Royal Blue up in Northeast Tennessee, where all the elk is. I mean that's our largest wildlife yeah. management area. It's almost seven hundred thousand acres, and um, and yeah. there's calls to shut it down. Yeah, I mean I've seen, you know, it's it's happening, you know, across the country. They're closing lakes. I mean, yes. you watch videos in Florida, people are beaching their boats, you know, gathering up, and and, and they want to argue with the with the authorities, you know, and I don't... Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it, you comply. Yesterday, I live close to the lake. I drive by the lake every day. I come by a little pocket, and I look, and there's three pleasure boaters tied up together. Mm. I mean, and that, that's our problem. I mean, people does not take the heat or understand the severity of this problem. They do not. You're right. And, I mean, you know, if, if, if TWRA, you guys, if y'all have to shut the lake, we, I mean, people can drive by and see because everybody knows Party Cove over on the other side of the river by Harrison Bay. You know, when the weather gets warm, there's like be two or three hundred boats and they're tied up, you know, partying. Yes, I mean, you think they're going to take heed of that or how long is TWRA going to put up with that before they do anything? Well, and, and, and the problem is it's, it's not necessarily us. We don't have the authority no, to close the, hunters, the water. No, it's not the hunters and the fishermen. Because when I don't want nobody to know where I'm fishing. <laughs> I understand. I understand. I love it. I love it. 
You Greg, know, thank mean, you I so go, much, man. Right now, I mean, I'm, I'm doing, I mean, I bass fish, I fish BFLs, I, I fish semi-pro. You know, right now, I'm, I'm going crappie fishing. I mean, this yes. is the time of year they're easy to catch. You know, and just like last week, I had three of my friends, you know, in boats. We're 50 feet apart, and we're going around the same areas. You know, we're talking, but, you know, we're all catching them. But, you know, we're 50, 60 feet apart, just, you know, normal, normal courtesies. Yes, yes. You know, but I just, when they start these party calls and stuff, I see a problem happening. You know, it's going to be up for 70 today, tomorrow, and the next day. I mean, I know TWA is going to be on the water trying to make sure everybody's doing what they're supposed to do. Right. Good comments, man. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Kill a big turkey. I can't turkey hunt. I'm a central worker, and I'm, here I am. I'm, my off days have changed to Monday, Tuesday, so we just want to try to keep this world going. Sounds good. Thank you, man. All right. Y'all have a good day. You too, Thanks. sir. Hey, and, and we got a message that Wolf Teaver was closed about 3 o'clock yesterday. So there you go. That was about the time that the state parks were closed down. Mm-hmm. That's a big ramp. That's a busy ramp. It is. It is indeed. You said we had Tom on the phone? Yes, sir. Hey, Tom, how are you? Really great, Tiger. How, how are you and the shark doing, man? Man, we're doing good, fine. Doc. We're, 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 we're just, uh, I thought the person that was on before me did a great job really kind of uh, explaining some uh, the differences between people doing this party boat hookup stuff and people really enjoying uh, the fishing, but at the same time respecting each other's distance and stuff like that, uh, which gets to uh, one of the issues I was calling about. Uh, right. Mr. Piggy is out and about big time. These people that just want to uh, kind of uh, bully in and abuse uh, situations—it's not—it's—it's uh, it's not really—it's not really the thing that uh, should be happening. And these people should be called out on it uh, pretty pretty quickly. And TWRA is doing the best job they possibly can do. They're excellent, outstanding people, uh, as are all of the uh, the people that are employed by TWRA. And we need to give them a big, uh, big round of applause. Uh, yeah, I, I hope you... I've been very happy with what our officers and, and law enforcement and everybody has been doing. They've been doing a great job. Absolutely, absolutely. They're uh, they're really kind of. We don't really understand how many frontliners we really have. Uh, you know, police and the firemen, but TWRA is right there. Uh, small, small family practices of medicine. Are really, really important. Uh, th- those people, uh, and you're familiar with this. Uh, these people are, you know, they're, they're in small businesses. They might need these loans. Well, there should be some kind of a priority system that healthcare professionals, frontliners, uh, can uh, can get some uh, can get some traction uh, in this yep. issue and uh, be, uh, be be moved to uh, the head of the line. Uh, uh, just really, really important. Uh, it is. Well, thanks. It is, Tom. Thanks for taking the call, man. You guys have All right, a great man. day. You have a great day. Thanks, kiddo. Peace. Bye. Goodbye. See ya. All right. Going to go take our final break of the morning. I just got a message. I'm not going. I'm not going to call them out. But uh, wish I had some of toilet paper from home right now in my pocket. <laughs> 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 We'll just let that one go where it's at. Yep. So, 
Uh, hey, there are leaves in the woods. There you go. We'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. In the air. Campfires are burning. We're gathered round in chairs. Three generations of hunting in our veins. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Beatty's has years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty's Fertilizer. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors wrapping it up. Only a couple of minutes, Rob. Why don't you give us a calendar? Rob? Uh, nothing. Okay. Good. Calendar's done. <laughs> hey, we got a, we got more notes. Uh, the South Cherokee boat ramp is closed in Polk County. Uh, so bottom line is folks, you need to really, uh, make sure that you know what you're getting into and don't blame it all on TWRA cause we say the waters are open and the woods are open. So it ain't us. Just remember that. And, uh, and hopefully like I was saying, Rob, when this is all said and done, uh, hopefully the, the agencies can work together, how they can better coordinate some of this stuff, because you just have a situation where, uh, you got a lot of different groups, um, or a lot of different government agencies own different properties that people use, and it's not TWRA. It's not just uh, you got state parks involved. You got the Department of Agriculture. You got state forestry. You got a bunch of different organizations, and it's the things are moving around so so quick that it um, it's it's just hard to keep track. Oh, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Um. I guess I can share my turkey memory that I was talking about earlier real quick. Uh, if you remember, we did a radio show one Saturday morning, and the news came out uh, to talk about turkey hunting, and we were on uh, the morning show that morning. And right. it was this very nice young lady who came out, and it was like one of these mornings where it got really cool in the morning. She was in a little sundress and sandals and came out and was freezing to death, and I gave her my jacket uh, to try and keep warm out there. And she says, no, 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 I can't wear that. I've got to wear my news channel, whatever logo. And about 10 minutes into it, she goes, can I have that jacket you offered earlier? <laughs> <laughs> she was freezing her keister off. So that was I, your, I, so that was your best Turkey memory. Well, she was rather, she was a nice lady. I'll put it that way. She was, she was very sweet. So that's what, and I was in the Turkey woods and we were trying to tell them what to do and what not to do. So. Yeah, I understand. It, uh, it, it definitely was, uh, it was tough. All right. You have been listening to the podcast of the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. 
Please subscribe to our service to get updated shows weekly throughout the year. Like us on all the social medias to keep up with what's going on on Tony Sanders Outdoors.